uh, for the remainder of this game. I'm going to share this out, share this out, um, and uh, get this out there. By the way, be sure to subscribe if you're not already subscribed. We are trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. This channel has grown rapidly. Uh, and it's not because of me. It's because of you guys. You guys are awesome fans, awesome supporters. Um, and it just it's awesome. It really is. Uh, if you want to donate and help the show, I'll put the link in the description if you if you want to help the show, put that link in the description. Well, it's finally here, the quarterback change. Um, I think a lot of you are going to expect me to basically say that I was wrong, that Padilla was the answer, you know, this, that, and the other. And it's just not going to happen. I'm just not going to say it because, in my opinion, this game shows that there were so many, there's so many other problems with this Iowa team outside of the quarterback. And in this game specifically, you could argue that the 17 points came much more from the run game getting back on track and Iowa uh, deciding um, to run the ball on the inside um, than anything else. As opposed to purely the quarterback change. How? What if you're Spencer Petrus? You know, you're on the road. Uh, you're really hoping that things change and you get yanked. It sucks. I, I'm going to be honest. There's nothing in my career. I can only think of, of, a, of a handful of times that um, I can only think of a handful of times where I was yanked um, for the most part. Uh, it didn't, it didn't happen when I was playing college water polo, you know, I, I did, I never cracked the starting lineup because it's just a, it's a whole different level. So I never got yanked per se, but, uh, it's, it's hard guys. It, it really is. Um, and, uh, it, you know, what if you were, uh, Spencer Petrus? I mean, it, it's a tough life. It, it really is. You know, he wins 13, 12 games. He's 12 and four as a starter and he gets yanked. He gets yanked, you know, uh, but it is what it is. Like I said, it's a hard life. It's a hard life. So it, it, it is what it is. Now let's talk Alex Padilla. Okay. Cause that is, that is the, the main storyline. Um, Iowa went with Spencer Petrus for, I think it was the first two drives. Um, actually, you know what? Let's start here. What were some differences uh, in this in this game from the previous two losses? Well, number one, the Iowa defense got turnovers. Okay, that's number one. The Iowa defense created turnovers. Um, they allowed less points. They got a little bit more pressure. You know, say what you will about the offense, but the last two games. 
unfortunately, the Iowa defense was not um, as elite as it had been in the past. Now, you know, if we're if we're in the business of being honest here, you know, I, I mean, <laughs> how often are you going to expect your defense to bail you out and be elite? Sometimes what's best is for your defense to come down to earth, uh, be average, so it exposes the true holes of your team. Sometimes that is what is necessary. So that's first and foremost. The Iowa defense um, was created turnovers and was was back more to their normal self. Okay. The other thing is, on, as far as the run game goes, um, the Iowa run game got uh, the Iowa run game went inside much more than running outside zone. They ran um, much more, uh, you know, behind Tyler Linderbaum and things of that nature, which, you know, if they should have been doing from the very get-go, why was Iowa not, you know, why was Iowa not going behind their their first round that's something Iowa has done many times in the past you know they they have a first round level talent on the offensive line yet they you know they don't run uh behind them as much as they could um if if it was me I would be running behind Tyler Linderbaum or or the, the better part of my offensive line, at least 50% of the time, at least 50% of the time. So that's the second thing. Iowa uh, ran behind the middle of their offensive line much more. Okay. And then thirdly, the quarterback change, the quarterback change. Iowa changed quarterbacks. Um, and it's uh it seemed to help. It did. I would argue that the run game was more of a factor than anything else, but it did. It did make a difference changing the quarterback and hats. I don't want to give too much credit to the Iowa uh, coaching staff, but they had the guts and they had the courage to make the change in game um, and, and do that. Now, are they going to do what they've done in the past, which is basically say, well, we're going week by week. We're going week by week. You know, um, we might end up going back, you know, you know, to so-and-so we just needed to give him a break. He he's done great things. <laughs> he's done great things for us. He's won 12 games. We might go back to him. We just wanted to give him a break. You know, how many times has the Iowa coaching staff said that, you know, they, they always say, um, you we're we might go back you know you don't we don't know for sure we might go back so is that what they're going to do or are they going to uh stay going to Alex Padilla I don't know I don't know sorry guys I'm just I'm just uh sharing this out um I'll get to your guys comments here in a second so those are the three um, major, major changes or differences in this game. Okay. Um, and it, it helped, you know, it secured 
the victory for, for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Let's look at the stats here. Man, you know, the crazy thing is that leave it to Iowa to leave it to Iowa to have a better game and still only win 17 to 12. Still only win 17 to uh, 17 to 12. I can't even speak right now. Unbelievable, but it's a step in the right direction, guys. It is a step in the right direction. Iowa got back on track. They're still atop of the Big Ten West, them and uh, Wisconsin. Let's take a look at that. Let's take a look at the standing. Well, let's take a look at the stats first here. I'll get your guys' comments here in a second. Alex Padilla, 18 for 28, 172 yards, zero tubs, and zero INTs. Guys, if again, if we're being honest, haven't we seen a performance like this from Spencer Petrus? I don't want to get too high on a very normal, very average performance um, from Padilla. Again, I don't care who starts at quarterback. All I want to do is win. That's all I care about. I don't care who starts at quarterback. But I also don't want to get too high on the quarterback change uh, and, and act like this was. I saw a tweet. Look at this tweet. This is from Hawkeye Report here. Um, by the way, if you're not following me on Twitter, go and follow me on Twitter uh, at 247Hawkeye. Go follow me over there. And if you're not subscribed, be sure to subscribe. Uh, punting is winning. That was one of the comments. Um, and then there was, a co- there was a comment about Alex Padilla somewhere down here. Let me find it. Um, let me find it. Let me find it. Oh, an- another primary difference in this game is Iowa went to Keegan Johnson and Arlen Bruce more. Finally, Brian Ferentz went to those two guys more. Uh, and I, I've been saying that for the past three weeks, that the bottom line is, the, you know, the normal uh, older Iowa wide receivers just aren't getting it done. It's time to go elsewhere. It's time to go elsewhere. Man, this is taking far too long to find. I don't even know if it's that, if it's that important here. Man, Padilla in at quarterback. Anyways, the tweet basically said that Padilla is balling out. And and I'm just not sure that I'm willing to go that high. He got a win in his first start, which is good. I'm I'm very happy about that. But look at this. Tyler Goodson, 21 carries for 141 yards, 6.7 yards per carry, and one tub. Gavin Williams, 10 carries for 41 yards, which I think played a huge role. Gavin Williams is a bigger back. He's thicker. He's more powerful. Uh, And in my opinion, that's the thing that Iowa has been missing, a bruising running back that makes the defenders tired of tackling the would-be Iowa running backs. Arlen Bruce, one carry for 10 yards and a touchdown. Um, Receiving, Keegan Johnson, five receptions, 68 yards. Arlen Bruce, three receptions, 30 yards. Tyler Goodson, three receptions, 25 yards. Tyrone Tracy, two receptions, 17 yards. Sam Laporta, three for 15. Uh, And Nico Rigani, two for five. The other thing, I don't know if you guys have thought about this yet, but uh, because Iowa uh, or because Alex Padilla has run with the twos, 
it's more likely that when he's the starting quarterback, he's going to feel more comfortable throwing the football to Keegan Johnson and to Arlen Bruce because they run with the second team. So, all right, let's read the comments before I get too behind here. By the way, I put the uh, PayPal link in the description um, if, uh, if you want to check that out. Ananuka Gold. Dang it, Iowa minus 10 didn't cover, LOL. When does Iowa ever cover? They rarely cover, guys. They rarely cover. Michael Morin, huge win. Padilla needs to start next week, ride the hot hand. Mike, here's the thing. Here's where I would push back on you a little bit. You could have said the same thing about Spencer when he, and that's what I was saying when Spencer had won 12 games in a row. I said, you need to ride the hot hand. And I got a lot of pushback. I got a lot of pushback. So, you know, I do think they need to stay with Padilla. I don't think Spencer is the, the answer. But overall, I don't think Iowa has an elite quarterback at all. The answer is that they need their run game to get back on track. All right. Micah Hershberger, does anyone else feel like the coaches called an extremely conservative game? Check. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, they could have went for it on, on fourth and five in, in their own ter- or excuse me, in Northwestern's territory, and they almost lost the game because of it. Uh, or what was it? Fourth and four, they de- or third and four, they decide to run the football uh, with a stacked box. I mean, what that is just as conservative as it gets. It was the second to the last possession for the Iowa Hawkeyes. I mean, th- literally, it almost came back to bite them. Northwestern goes on to score a touchdown. It's a one-score game, and, you know, the rest could have been history. It could have got very, very close there had, had Iowa's defense not come up big uh, in the last possession there. But, uh, yeah, this game was very conservative, conservatively called, no doubt about it. Uh, Rob Loney, sounds like Petrus got pulled due to injury, so he may end up starting again next week or two. Listen, guys, don't be surprised if the coaching staff continues to push forth this, 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 I I mean, just think about it in the past. How often have we heard? Well, you know, he's still good to go. We didn't pull him because he was playing badly. We didn't pull him because he was playing badly. We pulled him because he was injured. He needed a break. We needed to take him out. And that's why we changed the quarterback, not because he was doing poorly or anything like that. I guarantee you the coach speak for next week will be on par with some of the best with some of the other weeks in previous years when there's a quarterback change. Uh, the, the Iowa coaching staff will not outright go to Padilla. Padilla is going to have to basically fully win this starting job. And, and that will force the Iowa coaching staff to say, yep, he is the starting quarterback. But uh, expecting the Iowa coaching staff to go, yep, to give a straight and narrow answer, yeah, we're going to go with Padilla. It just ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. They're, they're going to tow. They are going to tow the party line next week. Huck Finn, looks like Padilla got better uh, reads uh, to adjust line and the run game improved and the passing game. Yeah, in my opinion, the biggest change was the run game. That was that. That's my opinion. The biggest change was not the quarterback. It was the run game. Uh, Blake Jamison, we should have won that game by 24 points. Nothing is better for this team after this game. 
there is one glaring detail that we all need to remember. This Northwestern defense is bad. They are awful. Guys, when I did the preview video uh, previewing Northwestern, they their defense, this is not the Northwestern defense of old where it's, where it's elite. Uh, no, this Northwestern defense was very poor. I showed you guys the stats. They give up 27 points per game. Iowa still couldn't even score that many points. They couldn't even break 25. So there's still some issues uh, on this Iowa offense. All right, let's see here. Can't wait uh, to spark up this here cigar here. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, Kirk Ferentz just asked Padilla, would play next week. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh, Petra simply couldn't function. <laughs> Uh, mentally or physically is what my follow-up question would be. Thanks for that, Mike. I appreciate it. If, uh, if I can play that commentary, I will. Blake Jamison, we should have won that game. I already read that one. The Cooper verse, there, was, there, were, there we were moved the change a bit better. I, I can't really understand that one. Or excuse me, there was no tackling by Iowa in the entire game. Anthony Youngers, good win. Padilla looked really good. Maybe some hope at the quarterback position in the future. I will say, Padilla is much more athletic than Petrus. And what it now we didn't see Padilla run for first downs or anything like that, but it forces the defense to play faster. It forces them to be more honest as opposed to with uh, Petrus, they basically sell out because they know the guy can't run to save his life. So that is one element that, that definitely changes. Anthony Youngers, uh, anyways, Huck Finn. Uh, Padilla's release time is sharper and quicker. The plus was we moved the chains a bit better. Um, I'll pull up the team stats here in a second. Uh, three of 13 on third downs, Rob Loney. Not good. That's not good. Iowa has not been good on third down all year. They have not been good all year on third downs. Huck Finn, Williams combo was nice. I agree. I, I don't know why Gavin Williams wasn't getting carries the entire season. The dude is one of Iowa's highest rated running backs on their roster. People forget that. He was a four-star running back. He ended up being a high three-star running back. He had offers from Michigan, you know, some good teams like that. And it's a good one-two punch. You have the, the shifty Tyler Goodson, and then you have the bruising running back, Gavin Williams. But the, coach, the Iowa coaching staff, simply put, just doesn't think like that. They don't think like that. I don't know what they think like, but they don't think logically like that. Um. Yes, too conservative. Northwestern almost came back. They did. Northwestern almost made this game. Uh, you know, it, it was way too close for comfort. I'll put it that way. Uh, Michael Morin, apparently a fox ran on the field in the uh, Arizona State game. LOL. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. Okay. Anthony Youngers, Iowa out of West race. Seems impossible to win West anymore. Uh, whiskey and Purdue are not going to fall three straight weeks. Hold on. Hold on. Anthony, 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 Anthony. I got to show you something, dude. Let's look at the big 10 standings here. Um, Iowa is tied with Wisconsin and Purdue. Because of the huge lead Iowa had on the rest of the big 10 West. 
early in the season, they had a, a cushion to lose some games. Look at this, guys. Four and two, four and two, four and two, four and two. Um, it, I, I, actually, yeah, four and two. Iowa is still tied with, with you know, Wisconsin, Purdue, and Minnesota. They do have the head-to-head loss against Wisconsin and Purdue. But all it takes is one more loss for Wisconsin and Purdue, and Iowa is ahead of them. So, no, it, Iowa still has a very real shot to win the Big Ten West. Very real shot. Very, very real. Uh, Anthony, we don't need them to lose three straight, just one. Uh, came out wrong, Mike, just uh, losing one in next three weeks. Michael Morin, to that I'll say we'll see. I heard Kelly Stoffer say it was best in early game on ESPN2. Uh, the West is cannibalizing itself. What an image. What an image. So, listen, guys, ladies and gentlemen, the Iowa Hawkeyes get the win. Um, uh, s- some thoughts on this week. I will say it looks like Wisconsin is getting – you know, Wisconsin is kind of looking like Iowa last year where they started slow, but they're finishing uh, really fast. But as long as Iowa wins out, I feel confident Wisconsin will lose one more game. Um, I, I don't know what's going to happen at the quarterback position uh, in the future. Uh, you know, my guess is that the Iowa coaching staff will make it more difficult than it needs to be. It's as simple as this. Spencer Petrus was okay. He won a lot of games, but Iowa got stagnant and they needed a change. They made the change and they won the game and they need to keep going to Padilla from here on out until proven otherwise. But I guarantee the Iowa coaching staff is going to make it far more difficult than it needs to be. I don't know why, but I think that's what they're going to do because they've done that in the past. The Iowa defense looked good tonight. They got back on track. Uh, they, they created some turnovers. Let's look at some of the team stats here uh, before we get out of here. Um, but uh, the good news is Iowa won. They moved to 7-2. and two. They got back on track. It wasn't perfect, but the offense did look much better. They left some plays on the field. They, they really did. Um, but it, And if they can shore that up, it, things will improve. All right, here we go. Total yards, Iowa 361, Northwestern 363, passing yards uh, 176 to 270, rushing yards 185 to 93, yards per play 5.2 for Iowa to 4.8 for Northwestern. First downs 21 to 20, third down efficiency 2 for 14 for the Iowa Hawkeyes. That, that will not cut it. That is not good enough. It really isn't. And in my opinion, the reason Iowa is so poor on third down is the play call. The play calls on third down, they are either too fancy or they're too conservative. There's, it's, there's no middle ground for Brian Ferentz. It's like, dude, why don't you just call a little bit of motion have the wide receiver do a little post route or whatever you want to call it. Get Move the chains and get the first down. Hell, a bubble screen would work better. You know, I'm just using things as an example. I, you know, I don't, uh, I'm, we're, we're not doing situational football here, guys. But, you know, Brian is either too conservative or it's, it's too much. 
and they need to fix that. That's not good enough. Fourth down, one for one. Total play, 70 to 75. Nine punts, seven punts. Uh, only three penalties for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, time, time of possession, 31 minutes, five seconds to 28 minutes and 55 seconds. So there you guys have it. I do want to check something else out real quick. Let's see if Iowa State, they are up on Texas, 30 to 7. Uh, it helps Iowa when Iowa State wins. Um, and that is what it is. Let's look at the rest of the Big Ten and the scores in the Big Ten. Um, I'll see if I can find some highlights and then I'll read you guys comments and we will get out of here. It's late. I got to get going here. Got to get going here. It's uh, Saturday night. Got to get going. Uh, Illinois 14 to six. Ohio state, uh, beats Nebraska 26, 17. How about Nebraska? You know, Scott Frost just isn't getting it done guys. He's not getting it done. And I remember two years ago, there were so many people saying, well, Nebraska's talent is very young. Their talent is very young. That's why they aren't winning. And my answer to that was no, no, no. Nebraska had talent as soon as Scott Frost got there. He just hasn't won as a head coach. And um, there's a good chance Nebraska won't even become bowl eligible. Nebraska would have to win three of their remaining three games in order to become bowl eligible. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, Scott Frost will, in all likelihood, be gone uh, at the end of the season. Penn State beat Maryland. Wisconsin throttled Rutgers. Uh, Michigan beat Indiana to get back on track. Uh, and Iowa beat Northwestern 17-6. And the biggest upset, Purdue beat Michigan State, which is huge. It's huge for Iowa because it makes – the loss that Iowa suffered to Purdue look better. It makes it look better because at the time Iowa lost to Purdue, it made it seem that, you know, Iowa was not even close to as good as people thought. Obviously Purdue is an okay team. Um, and so I would have preferred it that Purdue would have lost because then it would have given Iowa a full game lead over Purdue, but it is what it is. It's still a positive that Purdue won. Um, I think there's a possibility that Purdue actually jumps Iowa in the college football playoff rankings. Let's look at the rankings here real quick to project where Iowa will be. I'm going to read you guys' comments after that, and then we will get out of here. By the way, comment in the comments section where you think Iowa will be ranked in the next college football rankings based off of uh, this week's uh, this week's um, game action. I think Iowa will will probably jump up to number twenty. I think they will jump up to number twenty. So here are the rankings here. Michigan State will probably fall to like number eight or number nine. Uh, they might even fall out of the top 10. Um, Kentucky, I believe, lost to Tennessee. Last time I checked, they were losing. Minnesota lost, so Iowa will jump them. Um, so, yeah, 
folks, I think Iowa moves up to number 19 or number 18. That's, that is where I think Iowa moves up to. All right, let's read you guys' comments and let's get out of here. 27 of you beautiful Iowa fans up in here. This is awesome. This is so cool. That's why I started this, guys, is, uh, you know, all the Iowa Hawkeye content out there is like people who aren't even Iowa fans. They're not even Iowa fans. All right. Um, what bowl game do you think Nebraska is going to go to LMAO? They're not going to go to any. Look at, I want to pull this up for you guys, just to show you how bad Scott Frost has been. Okay. Look at this. I mean, it's, it's really, really bad. Actually, you know what? Let's pull up Scott Frost here. It's not good guys. It's not good. And all of this is based off of one good season he had for UCF. Only one. Look at this, guys. He had one good season with UCF when he went 13 and 0. He has been 4 and 8, 5 and 7, 3 and 5, and 3 and 7 for an overall record of 15 and 27. Woo! Not good enough. Not good enough. Not good enough. But some people, for whatever reason, thinks he's going to get it back on track. I don't understand it. Huck Finn, Iowa is going to have a tough games next three weeks. None of those teams are pushovers. Kyle Luck. Hi, Nolan. How about that Padilla uh, switch today? It was pretty cool. Pretty good. I'll give the Iowa coaching staff credit. What's going on, Kyle, uh, for the quarterback change? Spencer Eidsmo. Uh you in Iowa City, Nolan? No, I live in California. Brutal California. That's where I live. I'm a California kid through and through. Ergo, I played college water polo, which is as it's as California as it gets. My family lives uh, in the Fort Dodge area, though. Fort Dodge area. Huck Finn. Uh, hold on. Let's see here. Um. Huck Finn, Nebraska is scary how close they came to winning every game, I guess. But, you know, bottom line is they don't get it done. They, they just don't get it done. Um, Nebraska, one and six in Big Ten. Big Ten media, well, they're close. Bowl eligibility is six and six. Ne Nebraska already has seven losses, FYI. So that means they won't, they can't become bowl eligible. Yeah, it's not good uh, in Lincoln right now. Iowa better watch out for Illinois. They are looking pretty good with them big upsets. Illinois is the is the most concerning game for me because it, it it's the type of opponent that Iowa always loses to. They shouldn't, but they do because they overthink the game plan. They don't do what they do well, and they end up losing. They're too conservative, and they end up losing. So, yes, that game is a little concerning for me. Spencer Eidsmo, effing brutal spoiler makers also. Huck Finn, the two losses Iowa had are looking better. True, it, they are. They are. The wins haven't looked as good at the time, and the losses are not as bad as they looked at the time. The losses are starting to look a lot better. Huck Finn, 25. How do you figure that? How, why would Iowa go back three spots? Uh, Rob Loney, Iowa ends up number 21 in the rankings. Mike Farewell. Who cares? They are still in trouble with the offensive line. Padilla looked 
look good. They, um, though we still need work on the line and secondary. Oh, Mike, where do I even begin with that? Uh, I don't disagree with everything you said, but I don't think Padilla looked good. I think he looked average, but he looked good compared to Spencer Petras. The secondary for Iowa is fine. It's one of their best units, but the offensive line does need work. I would agree with that. The offensive line is a huge issue right now, but it did look better against a bad Northwestern defense. Kyle Luck, I'll say Iowa will be ranked 20 or 19. Josh Gal, Northwestern looked better than any other game all season. All right, guys, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Iowa gets the victory over the Northwestern Wildcats, 17 to 12. They made it a little too close for comfort. Uh, it's, it's good that Iowa got some redemption on the road against Northwestern after losing to them last, uh, last year. Uh, Iowa tends to struggle against Northwestern, but they got back on track. That's good. Iowa, this is the right, this is a move in the right direction. They need to start stacking up good and consistent plays, uh, you know, moving forward in a, in a solid and consistent way. And this is the beginning of hopefully something much better. Uh, if it stays like this, Iowa might be in trouble, but this is a good start. Iowa improves to seven and two. I fully expect them to move into the top 20. I think they'll move to number 19 or number 18 uh, in the college football playoff rankings. So we will see. And the Iowa Hawkeyes stay atop of the Big Ten West, although they don't have the head-to-head -head tiebreaker, but they are atop of the Big Ten West all the same. All it takes is one loss, and Iowa is back in the driver's seat. So things are definitely looking up or looking a little bit better for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Hope is not lost, guys. Hope is not lost. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. I hope you guys have a good and safe Saturday night. Be safe out there. Have a good night. Have some fun. Uh, good-hearted fun. You, you know, you don't want what happened to Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs to happen to you. So, so be careful and have fun. Uh, be sure to subscribe if you're not subscribed. Help me get to a thousand subscribers. I started this like five months ago, and we are, you know, we're growing together. Um, and this is an awesome journey where we can all get together and hang out as Iowa fans. So this is really, really awesome. I put the link in the description box if you want to uh, um, support the channel. I'll put it in there again. Let's see here. Let's see here if I can find it. Um, here is the link. Uh, and, uh, I, I said this at the beginning of my video, uh, the pregame show, I am going to be doing much more short, uh, pre-recorded videos. I, I like doing the live stuff because I like communicating with you guys, but I will be doing more short pre-recorded videos, you know, things like, you know, will Iowa change the quarterback position? Uh, you, you know, 10 minute videos, much shorter and kind of go with that. All right, guys, DBAP, don't be a pussy willow. In fact, your feelings, your feelings don't matter. Love y'all. Go Hawks. Have a good night. Bye.